What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. Paul, yeah, it's Rex Manning Day. Ask me what Rex Manning Day is. Please, please tell me. (laughs) I can't. Rex Manning Day is celebrated every April 8th (laughs) Uh, in the fictional universe from the movie Empire Records. Do you remember Empire Records? Really? Nope. Oh no! I'm, I'm not sure. I ever well, this it. is this is not a conversation starter at all. <laughs> it's it's not. It's not. Should we bring in another guest? We should we pause and bring in a guest to talk about if, Rex? I, I, look, I know I don't want to be ageist, but can we get someone a little bit younger, preferably somebody who was born in the '70s or maybe '80s? That would be nice. Look, I see movies too that are new. It's as a night. I know, but what about 1995? You think I just missed an entire year? I think you. I think maybe you did. <laughs> I suddenly I hit my head. And like what? you've never seen Braveheart, have you? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I, when it comes to the movies in 1995, I personally think that uh, Empire Records outshined all other movies, including Braveheart. I can't. Okay, so it was kind of like a little indie flick that came out, and it actually kind of blew up. And it was uh, one of Renee Zellweger's first roles that she ever did. But it's it's based around this record store, okay, mm-hmm. on one specific day from from the, the right before they open to they you know late at night. Shout and out to Shady Grove Records. Yes, shout out to our own Empire Records. Shady Which we, Grove we will be Records. having him when when this bullshit nonsense goes when, away. We're when, gonna have him on when our the, show. When the coronavirus COVID nineteen threat kind of wears off a little bit, I, we really want to have Pete. Yes, on here. So we've, if talked, you're, we've talked about this. if you're in Kingman or you're in the you know within traveling distance and you want to go to a good record shop, <laughs> wait a month <laughs> and you can go there. He has customers coming from all over the freaking place. It's true. It's, it's true. I he mean, has, seriously. Uh, Shady Grove Records. Find them on Facebook, Instagram, and all that stuff. Old Downtown Kingman. Historic Downtown. Great, great record shop. And and run by good people. Yes. Um, anyway, so Empire Records, which is a fictional place, mm-hmm. is kind of, and it takes place on the backdrop of the record store about to be bought out by like a Sam Goody kind of like conglomerate. And it was, this is like an independently owned. It sounds kind of like uh, uh, You've Got Mail in a way, where she had, they had bookstores. Speaking of movies of the 90s. Excuse me while I stroke <laughs> off. Yeah, except with ninety nine percent less Meg Ryan. You, you have yeah. yeah. She has a really tall gum line. What the fuck if, does that even mean? If you look at, I don't know, but it, you, people are gonna agree with me when they a realize a tall this, gum line or a, t- a long gum gum line. Do you mean like she has a horse mouth? No, like uh, Miley Cyrus. She's like <laughs> no. I, I, I don't. She's not full of teeth. You know, she has no. That's the problem. She Miley Cyrus has very little teeth and lots of gums. Maybe that's what I'm saying. If you watch Meg Ryan's smile, there's a whole lot of gum there, and her teeth look good, but they're just not occupying much of the length. Her the tooth bottom. to gum ratio is, is off. Is there's some something kind of weird. There's something a little wonky. Yeah. About that. And again, I've had dreams about her. I, I remember we talked about this yes. when I got on an airplane with her. So strange. No, we got off the airplane. I'm. Uh, and we. That's not. I wasn't making a joke. We, we, we were going to be flying on the same airplane, and she suggested that we not do that. And let's go rent a car and drive. So I drove with Meg Ryan from somewhere in New York or the Northeast down to Atlanta in my dream. Wow. Now, we did, talked about this did, on did, an did, earlier show. 15 years later, did you fall in love with her and get married? Did you give her a speech at New Year's? Because it sounds like no. you watched When Harry I Met Sally. When Harry Met Sally. 
and fucking went to bed and then dreamed the big like the first no. twenty minutes of it. Right. No. Men and women it. can't be friends. Like did right. did she Something fake like an orgasm in a diner? No, if she did, it would have been in the airplane terminal. It would have been in the gate ah, or at yes. the gate, you know, that kind of thing. So, uh, no, and but it, it sounded it sound like because she had a mom and pa write a bookstore. little bookstore, and then it fucking corporate wanted to buy it out. Fucking Forrest Gump came in and was like, <laughs> fucking, I, I, I got a bucket of bookstore. I'm going to sell some chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> Life is like an old defunct bookstore. <laughs> Anyway, go anyway, Empire so Records. so Empire Records, and it, that's the backdrop. Is it like you got the one guy who's like the older guy who's like old school record store music fucking snob, and you have all the younger people, some of them like late teens, late teens into early twenties, younger folks, right. very much a Gen X kind of movie, but it had tr- tremendous soundtrack, and it's just funny. Like it's a funny movie. Liv Tyler, it's one of her first roles, if not her first. Well, movie I kind of want to see it now. Yeah, yeah, it was Renee Zell- Zellweger, uh, Robin Tooney. Um, uh, Liv Tyler, God, I'm trying to remember Rory Cochran. If you know who that is, you know, like since a, the theater is closed down, we should really consider opening this one back up pretty soon. I agree with you 100. percent I was actually one. I was that's on my list of things oh. on my little notes app to talk to you about. Oh, about maybe having a maybe having a movie night. Can we talk about that while we're not trying to record a podcast? Okay, I'm just trying to keep things professional. Okay, go ahead. By the way, we're watching the Swillers uh, live. They're wait, doing. Wait, she, I think he just said our names. Or your name. Maybe. Big Swig. Yeah, we've got right. it. You've got yeah, it on your laptop or on your uh, iPad. Mirroring, mir- mirroring on the, the the ancient TV up to this, up while to we're the, watching. Even though it's, a, it's hard to believe it's, it's a flat screen. It's hardly flat. It's, it's yeah, it's, slightly curved from age. It's basically flat. It's starting to sag in the middle a little bit, I think. <laughs> right. I, he looked at it like, no, it's not. They don't do that. Well, I'm just, it's, uh, I've got another much larger, much higher quality TV, but it's too big for this space. It is way too big. So what I should um, do, though, is buy a higher quality TV that's that size. Yep. For here. And it's yep. probably going to cost about $8 now compared to. If you, I don't think you could even sell that TV. No. Yeah. Th- this that's was, why I gave my old TV, my flat screen, I gave that old. It was a 720p. It had one HDMI port in it, and I gave it to Ed Mann for his bike right. shop. This one's uh, an LCD before the LED came out, I even think. Uh, right. In fact, I bought it I bought it here at this Walmart when I was building this facility. I was going back and forth, and I needed a TV. I just went to Walmart and bought it was like one. like fucking 12, 13 years ago. Yeah, which, which was a while back. And it, was, it wasn't cheap, but it wasn't expensive. But now this, like I said, you can't even buy one this low quality now, no. probably. No. But it, the, probably the lowest quality one now of that size is probably how much at Walmart. I mean, seriously. Uh, probably two hundred. Right. So maybe, maybe, and it's maybe probably twice the 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 it's, quality. It's going to be four K. Lo- lower energy, four K. Four K. It's not going to heat up the place five right. degrees. Like it's yeah. Right. Anyway. Enough TV talk. Empire oh. Records. Okay. So they what they have on this one day. It's April eighth, and they say it in the uh, in the movie. Mm-hmm. In, in in order to like kind of boost sales and things like that, this guy who's getting ready to sell his record store to this big conglomerate. Mm-hmm. Uh, comes in and tells the manager, who's like old school, kind of wish he owned the place himself, but never really got the money together to do it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and, you know, he's an old school record collector and loves music and all that. And he hired all these young people that are kind of like him. And when they, he was the, younger, the owner, yeah, when he was yeah, younger. Yeah. And the owner guy who sucks, he says, all right, we're going to, we're going to, we need to bump up some numbers and some sales numbers. So we're going to have Rex Manning stop by. And they're like, Rex Manning? About half the young people don't even know who the hell Rex Manning is. Uh-huh. And then the other people that do it are like, my mom listens to Rex Manning. Like, it's fucking terrible. And then they have like, they've built this fake 
like pop star persona that is straight up stealing from uh who was the one kid from the Partridge family that really kind of made it big? Heartthrob type, like teen heartthrob. Peter? Wasn't it Peter? I mean, Greg, Greg was the oldest. What? Was there a Greg Partridge? You, oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking the Brady Bunch. Oh, you, no, no. <laughs> Time has not been kind to your memory. I'll take, I'll take uh, sitcoms of the, uh, of the 70s, Alex. <laughs> Partridge family. One of one of them. Yes. Fucking, he just died a couple years um, ago, and it was unexpected because he was one of the younger ones. I believe my sister actually had albums of his. I can't think of his name. I kind cannot. of the seventies longer kind of yeah heartthrob hair heartthrob hair the, the whole the whole fucking bit. God dang it! This Kevin. Guy, yeah. No did, shit. Did we call him? Is he supposed to be here today? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, no, he's uh, the Brady it. Bunch. You mean the Adams family? I'm thinking of some of the <laughs> yeah. Da-da-da-da. That was the only hit the Adams family had. It's too bad. <laughs> Brady Bunch. Uh, but you know, oh, no. I, and I literally said the Partridge family, and I, I but okay. So this is how. What this is his is, name? This is the Rex Manning character. He looks. He does look like the. Do you see what I'm getting at? Yes. Okay, he's got like the fucking velour, but terrible fuck, whatever gold I can't chains. Move on unless we know what the Partridge family. Is. Oh my god. And you can't either, Joe. You know it. Don't don't stress Just yourself. Fucking calm down. I'm doing it. All right. David Cassidy. Oh my God! Okay, that, so imagine David Cassidy, but in the '90s. Sure. But so you have what they so they're like fucking Rex Manning. You're like, yeah, it's a, it's April eighth. It's Rex Manning Day. We're gonna need to have. So they they had this guy shows up and he's such a fucking prick. Like he's your typical rock star who's faded but still has a fan base that adores him. So he thinks he, he thinks he's something. He still thinks yeah. he's a big deal, and then he, he walks in this record store and nobody knows who the hell he is except for the guy the one guy who's around his age the old guy that, oh, the old guy that owns in. the place and he's just like fuck this guy so they have and it's all we got to get ready for rex manning day you got to get ready for rex manning day it's like kind of like it's like the it's like the underlying it's not driving the plot but it's a big substantial so, portion of the so plot a chunk that drives of the it. movie was about getting ready for him to show getting up. ready for him to show up and then he does finally show up and he's just a fucking asshole and um they eventually just kind of turn on him, but he's getting more and more pissed off because like these people are standing in line, like these like teenage girls are like are standing in line to get stuff autographed by him at the store. Well, they still the teenage and, girls like they yeah, still of the following, but the that, like about like, I, I swear I think there's three <clears throat> or four of them that go through the line. Like they keep cutting back and forth to like shit that's going on elsewhere, and then they go back to the Rex Manning like line mm-hmm. autograph line. You're like like oh you listen to you listen to my stuff, huh? And he's like trying to be like. Suave, like he's going to fuck some 19-year-old girl. Right. And she's like, yeah, uh, I'm getting this for my mom for Mother's Day. <laughs> it's just, it's like a month away, so I figured I, she's going to uh, love it. I don't I don't really listen to your music. <laughs> and funny. it's like a handful of women. So if you kind of grew up in the 90s, you were coming up in the 90s, Empire Records, if you, if you were cool and not cool then, cool now. Right. Because cool then, we didn't, like, like, oh, really? You like uh, Kevin Smith? Well, how about we beat you up, D&D fan? Right. Now it's cool to like that stuff. So uh, I was thinking, oh, shit. Rex Manning Day is like April 7th or 8th or something like that. So I, like, looked it up last night. I'm like, eh, it's fucking April 8th. Rex Manning Day, folks. It is. So it's now, and we're watching the Swillers. And they're the same kind of relevancy as Rex Manning? Well, and here's the thing. The reason why I thought about it, I was like, Rex Manning Day and Holly, 
Lay is a huge. She's a huge Empire Records fan. I need to see this movie. She, you, yeah, you should check it out. I think it's a cute. It's cute and it's funny and okay. said the soundtrack is very, very nineties. Okay, and it's cool. It's and there's even a musical number at the end where Renee Zellweger actually sings with a band. It's really her singing. You're saying it's actually her singing. She's yeah. actually a pretty decent singer. Which I've and it's it's like these kind of rough and tumble guys with their tight pants and they're fucking this and then, and then you've got this like. Uh, attractive blonde singer and I'm just like Julia why haven't you guys covered something from from, from that she's like what movie is that I'm like fuck you old people <laughs> and super young people don't fucking know it. I, I don't think if I remember correctly last time we talked about it she had never seen it well, so I'm like god I'm damn the, it Jules you need to watch this I'm shit I'm in the same boat so we all should watch it at the hangar we, all, we should have a hangar night it would be nice if we could do it tomorrow night can't for Rex Manning day can't why not can't, we can't. I'm just kidding. I, I know exactly why you can't. There's so many <laughs> barriers to that. I don't even know why I asked. <laughs> I don't right. want to go in it. We should do it, but yeah. folks, do yourself a favor. Try and watch Empire Records. If you can't, check out any of the tracks off of the soundtrack because like like the the Crow soundtrack that came out the year before. Oh, yeah. And uh, let's see, the Crow, Forrest Gump. I'm trying to think of other soundtracks from that era that were just perfect. There's Forrest like Gump's got a solid soundtrack, and that, this like the double movie. CD that I had for the soundtrack is only about a quarter of the songs that are in the movie. They just couldn't get licensing rights to yeah. sell the soundtrack. Yeah. It would be like a hundred and fifty track because it spans. Yeah, it spans so much time. Yeah, the yeah. whole movie does, and they picked really fucking good tunes from absolutely every single error. Error. Wait. Look at him. It's it, funny. These guys all, they're, they're the Swillers folks are got just. Anthony and Chris got their faces right up to the, to the phone slash camera. It's, it's, it's actually funny. really funny. It is funny. It was very funny. Both of them were there. It's much funnier than when Chris does it by himself. <laughs> anyway, um, I do want to send a shout out real quick before I forget to Curtis Larson, who's one of our listeners yeah. uh, and has. Give me some audio. Uh, gave input. me some audio advice about uh, <laughs> about, <me. laughs> about Paul being low in the mix, which everybody has always thought that Paul's a little low in the mix, even if you don't know what yeah, that means. Yeah, what is low in the low mix. in the mix? <laughs> He's fucking Paul's been a little bit low in the mix. A lot of there's a it's lot of son, static and distortion from the gains. Low in the mix, my son. He, I can't. I had to turn up the gains on that one. Oh, get it? Get it? Oh, get it? For you, for you, for you, <laughs> Curtis. We'll celebrate Rex Man. Curtis, Day. I have your shirt still in the back of my truck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's made it from the bedroom floor to the yeah, fucking back of the truck. <laughs> I've only used it a few times. Only a few times. Look, man, I told you, don't fuck the fans. <laughs> don't fuck the fans. You just keep fucking the fans. I keep driving the thing. I went and got paint the other day for you know, some yeah, air. Yeah, got some paint, paint huh? Got some paint for an airplane-z. <laughs> and I, I put it in the back seat. I'm going, there's Curtis. It's all folded up nice and neat into the middle of the back seat of my uh, truck. I'm going, that's Curtis's shirt. He folded his shirt up nice and neat like you folded it, him up nice and neat. And then it was, yeah. de and then it was depressing <laughs> because I'm thinking, when are we ever going to see, when are we going to go out when in are we public gonna, and hand the shirt when to When are him? we going to see people again? Yeah. I was like, ah. Yeah, the, this virus nonsense is really, it's really starting to, it's, it's starting to, a couple weeks ago it was bad for me because I just, I'm so social and I'm used to on my days because I have, we talked about this before. Uh, I basically have three or to four days off a week because I work clinical, like I work 12 hour shifts. So like I hit my essentially 40 hours mm -hmm. and I'm done for like three, four days. So I have, I've, that's been my life for 10 years. So I've built my social life around 
those hours. It's not like packing everything in Saturday and Sunday like you fucking normies like, are out there. You kind of got to like, sort it out. You got to figure yeah. it out. Yeah. yeah, like I have my day where I could day one day a week where I just fuck around and do nothing at the house. Like I just do nothing but like house stuff. Mm-hmm. Cook food, do some meal prep, do this, do that, clean, listen to records, or just lay in fucking bed and do absolutely nothing to where the point the point where my fucking hips hurt because I'm laying down and not doing anything. Hips don't lie. Hips don't lie. Hips do hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now I can't do that. I mean, I can do that. I just don't get the social outlet. Usually, I get a day or two or three. Right. Where I go out and I fucking go to the bar, or go to this and do that. Fucking you and I will hang out or something, and now you, there's none of that. Right. And that first like week of it, like first real week of it, was really fucking hated. It. I was starting to lose my mind a little bit. I still okay, kind of so, am. So that part didn't bother me because you know I'm I'm a little bit more secluded anyway. You have no problem being secluded right. like that. You're like a fucking monk, right? And that was that was okay. But now now I'd like to go out. You know now I'm like okay, I've had enough. I would yeah. like to go out publicly. Excuse me, have a beer or something like that. And I'm thinking okay, but but I can feel this changing inside of me. I, I can go okay. We're still in for another week at minimum. Brahmin, I mean, the governor said until the end of April. Yeah. For the most part. So that's several. What, what's the well, fucking the, date? Three the, more weeks? The, the Well, the, uh, the president said uh, at minimum April 30th now has extended the right. Uh, right. kind of quarantine but, but, or whatever. But people are still going out. Hey, I learned that quarantine, you know where that came from? It's it's like a uh, it's like a Italian or Spanish quarantino or not, not Tino. It's a name. It means forty, and this came from people probably learn. I heard this on somebody's podcast. Pull into a dock and forty to be forty days. Forty freaking days, yeah, yeah, for the Black Plague. Yep. Could you imagine being on this boat for however long and how smelly the boat is after having been on it already? And now you're you're up, and then they're just you're seeing all people walk around, and maybe there's a market there. Yeah, and people are buying. They probably have someone walking around with a melon. If I. The melon You're just like a, standing there, just like eating the melon, like, just like, walk, like looking at the boat, going, "Look what I'm doing." How's your fucking gruel and hardtack? Yeah, exactly. Mm, this melon's so good. You guys only got. Let me check. Oh, 28 more days. Ah, that sucks. And you drinking the wine bottle, eating the melon. Enjoy that 28 day cycle, boys. Right. <laughs> God. Like the and there were rats. And that's how it moved around, right? Because rats. It was fleas on rats. Yep. And then now the rats are disembarking, or they're going back and forth on the boat. There's yes. smelly people on the boat, and there's a plague on the boat, probably. This is just not a good... Shark goes a, into the cage. cage, we, the cage <laughs> I was waiting water. for that to happen. Cage was in the water. Sharks, Sharks in, in the, the water. water. <laughs> Our shark. Our shark. Farewell and adieu to you Spanish <laughs> ladies. Farewell and adieu, ladies of Spain. I'm just gonna let him play this out. I I don't I know that's only it. half the rest of the words, so it's not gonna do any good. But that was a great scene. I miss Robert Shaw. I mean, you've been missing him for a long time. It's then. been a while, like forty five years. When I first discovered Robert Shaw it was before you were born, and he was in uh, in uh, Force Ten. Was he in Force Ten at Neverone? Was he in the? Uh, he was in uh, no. Uh, it was in a, several war movies, and then it was also, of course, in Jaws. And then I really started to – this guy, it was one of my – I was 10 years old, 12 years old. I'm going, I'm starting to be like, to like actors now and actresses, and this is one of my – I like this guy. He does a great job. And then he fucking died. He died like he was like 54, 55 years yeah. old, like my age. Was it a shark attack? Because that would sh- be fucking I don't think it was tragic. a shark. A shark. A shark. A shark. Anyway – it's I, weird that you. <laughs> no, I remember that, that was age. that was the loss. No, the first actor loss that I remember. Oh, okay. Was Robert Shaw, and I was like, "Mother fuck!" 
Started my disappointment the rest of my life. I was like 10 it years was, old. That was your high watermark? Look up was, what year he died. It was I like, want to know. I think it was 1977. Right. So I would have been I think it was 12, 13 years old. I think it was old. right after Jaws, like two years after Jaws came out. Right. And then look at other movies he was in. Was it Force 10 and Everone? Seen, what other big war movie? What was the, No, what was the movie where they were? 1978. Uh, okay. So they were uh, a dam busting movie. It was like, or they uh, they blew up a dam. It was that group that went out behind enemy lines and blew up a German dam. Um, it was a classic World War II movie. Battle of Britain? Nope. No, he was in that too, but yes. Um, uh, it's a war movie somewhere around the same time of Battle of Britain probably as far as even when it was made. Was it Macbeth? That's a war movie kind of. <laughs> God, I forgot he was in Macbeth also. Um, keep going. Mm-hmm. From Russia with Love? Nope. Oh, maybe I made this up. Maybe you did. Man in the Glass Booth. Card from Morocco. Never mind that. Battle of the Bulge. He was, in the, he was in Battle of the Bulge. Maybe, maybe that was the movie I'm thinking of. Did they, did you they couldn't remember the... Battle of the Bulge? No, hold on For a second. For Christ's did sake, they, it's did... like one of the greatest war movies of all time. Did they blow up a dam in the Battle of the Bulge movie? I don't know. He played Custer in Custer of the West, as opposed to the East 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 Eastern, excuse me, Seaborn. Seaborn. Oh my God. Yeah, you're sucking ass. Seaborn. He was in Battle of Britain. Yeah, you said that. Royal Hunt so. for the Sun. Figures in the landscape. All right. Elmer Gantry. Cato Street. I think he wasn't in that movie that I'm thinking of. A town called Bastard. I've never even heard of that movie, but I want to. Oh, it's a spaghetti western. A town called. All right, Carl. Bastard. Carl Withers was in this movie also. Carl. Carl Weathers? Weathers, not Withers. Bill Withers died this past week. Oh, he did. That's fucking, right. Carl, Carl Weathers. Ain't Weathers. no sunshine where he's going, sinner. No. That's a terrible, that's that's, terrible man, that's joke. Too, way too soon. And I'm fucking sorry for that. He was one of my favorites, man. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. He was amazing. Michael Jackson did a great cover of No, he didn't. Ain't no sunshine. Yes, he fucking did. Michael Jackson? Oh, the Jackson 5. It was Ain't no sunshine when she, or whatever that song is called. Ain't no sunshine. I, I just I, I can't I can't you, do. You I don't can't, know. I can't. I don't. I, maybe. I don't think so. Uh, right, well, I I don't I don't. It's gonna be our break music. I'm uh-huh. I'm kind of icky with the whole fucking Michael Jackson thing. I still am. Now I will still appreciate Michael Jackson tunes here and there. It's Michael but, fucking like, Jackson. Yes, I understand. <laughs> and he was Michael Michael fucking Jackson fucking little boys. I know, like, but that's what, fucking, that's what I, uh, I realize that there's it's only people that have come out of the woodwork since then. He was. Put on trial for they settled yeah, out of like court Dave and all that Chappelle stuff. Talking about it. He goes, yeah, but it's Michael Jackson. It's Michael Jackson. If that's the worst thing to happen in your life, <laughs> is being molested by Michael Jackson, you're still doing pretty fucking good. <laughs> like, I I rewatched all of his specials in the past two days. Chappelle? Like, yeah, yeah. I've just been on a kick and then watching that Kennedy Center thing. You guys, that was just, nice. Yeah, that was cool. Folks, if you get on Netflix, watch the Kennedy Center uh, Mark Twain Prize. You know, because they don't give it out all the time. They don't give it out every year. Yeah. And the last time they gave it out was 2015, I think it was. And, and they gave it out last and, year, 19, yeah. So. Or 19, or yeah. So no, yeah, I mean, this was 19. Yeah, 2015 to 2019 when he got it last fall. And it, all these people that came out of the woodwork, you know, from Dave's uh, life giving speeches. And I'm telling you, I was texting you know, last night or this morning or whatever that, you know, John Legend and him have been friends for years. Because mm-hmm. John Legend was on the same kind of club circuit where one night they would do you know, piano bar kind of shit. And then like the next night or later on that night, they would open up that same club and it would be a comedy club. So they've been running in the same circles for 25 years. 
you know, John Legend's only gotten big in the past eight to nine years, but he was a huge producer before that. Sure. And Dave, I didn't know this, but Dave Chappelle's got two um, comedy albums that the that are just album, you know, just albums, just audio mm. that uh, John Legend produced in the early two thousands. He was a producer, yeah. but they've been friends forever because they were on the road together, and then finally started talking about where they're from, and they're literally from. Like it, I think John Legend says 15 minutes from, from where Dave lives. Cause you know, they never said Yellow Springs, Ohio. They just said 15 minutes from Springfield, which I think is that's because it's so easy to find Dave's house. Yeah. They don't want it to be pretty obvious. Yeah. Which he already has to deal with that. He talks about that with the people yeah. come by his house and all that. But for John, somebody as fucking amazing as John Legend to come out on stage and be like, I've known Dave, da, da, da. we grew up 15 minutes from each other and we love going back. I go back to visit so I can visit my family and my best friend all in the same area. And my best friend is just as famous as mm -hmm. I am. And da, da, da. Like, it's just, if I ran into Dave Chappelle and John Legend in Yellow Springs, Ohio, I would probably fucking crap my pants. And then I'd be there and then I'd say, well, he said he was going to crap his pants and he did. So. He is. I have to go clean up my friend now because he pooped himself and John right. Legend is like, it happens. It's okay. <laughs> and then and then uh, Dave would be going, that's some, that's some crazy you have a low battery. Oh, he'd be, uh, he'd be going, uh, that's some crazy shit. That's some crazy shit. Crazy. Right. I'm broke, nigga. I'm broke. <laughs> anyway, I am now, so I've got it downloading at my house right now because you can't stream it fucking anywhere. It's a Chappelle show. Oh. I yeah. have the original, I have the first season Chappelle show on DVD, but it's like standard quality. It looks like shit when you put it on a widescreen TV, so I'm downloading the blu-ray version of full hd i'm gonna i'm probably just gonna go ape shit crazy over the next two days and watch both seasons that's very cool the um what was i gonna mention about the uh about that show at the lincoln arts center at the uh kennedy, kennedy center. center not lincoln kennedy whatever any any of the kennedy center they honors both got shot in the head i mean what's the fucking difference <laughs> so, I'm so sorry i apologize all the well, and then you just hear about the latest Kennedy tragedy. That's Bobby Kennedy's uh, would be his grand granddaughter and great granddaughter. There's another tragedy. Tra tragedy. Yeah. What? So you have Maeve Kennedy. So yeah, it's Maeve, which is Bobby Kennedy's daughter. Mm -hmm. It was her, her husband, and their daughter were in a canoeing accident, and like they found one. I think they found her body. I think they Recently, found the mom's a body canoeing in this, accident. Like in the past two days, three days maybe. <sighs> God. Yeah, no shit. Now, granted, they're a they're they're a family that are followed. You know, there's tons and tons of sure. cousins, big Catholic, a, family, Irish lot, Catholic. There's yeah. a fuckload of them, right? right? So they all had a bunch of kids. And they had this, and then and then fucking die. You know, but uh, yeah, and I feel like something happened to RFK Jr. recently, didn't he? Didn't it? I don't. I don't know. I can't keep track of all these goddamn Kennedys. But yeah, that one of them. Uh, like the three of them died. There was, yeah, it was a canoeing accident. So now there's like more a, dead Kennedys. Oh, man. It'd be oh. great if the dead Kennedys came back and actually played with Jello Biafra. Because they... You, you missed that. Said, oh, it, there's dead Kennedys, so... Every That's, time a Kennedy dies, we're going to... Every time a Kennedy dies, the dead Kennedys should put out a new album. <laughs> oh are you God. familiar with dead Kennedys? Jello Biafra, like that? Like they, I'm, like, I'm you, you know who sort they of are. familiar with the group. Yeah, that's why I said the dead Kennedys. I thought you were just talking about actual dead Kennedys. Also, it was a double entendre. Oh, it was one of those things. One of you yeah. educated entendre. Speaking of, there's something I want to mention uh, that I discovered something. Your I, penis. Oh, I discovered that a while back. Okay. Like a, like an hour ago. 
No, I been whacking ever since you've been talking. Just fucking it. the whole time, yeah. the whole time. Fistful of cock is what we're gonna change the name of this. <laughs> The cartoon casual fistful we should, we should, of cock edition. We should give a title to every episode, and this will be the fistful of cock. Yeah. I do do a, a title. Do you even pay attention to anything I do? Do we have a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that what we're doing? I thought this was a radio show. I thought we're just recording on a cassette tape. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What we do is we record a cassette tape, and I spent the next uh, you know, 16, 18 hours just dubbing those cassette tapes <laughs> and send it out to people. Actually, actually hand cutting them and splicing them also. Absolutely. Them together. Absolutely. Yeah. It's very arduous. No, that's not what we're that's doing. That's not what's happening. Okay. All right. So you discovered what recently? Oh, I've I discovered a YouTube channel that uh, once you discover it, we're not going to see you for a while. Oh, no. Hmm. It's called History Buffs. And this guy is a, he's a film student. Mm-hmm. And he goes in depth into historical, like you know, historical fiction movies, like uh, like Gladiator, which is one I want to watch tonight. It's loosely based on. It's loosely yeah. based. There's historical accuracy. There's real f- historical figures in there with a fictional story. Like Braveheart called. wasn't accurate. Like for example, the Braveheart was so incredibly inaccurate because right. if he was fucking that princess, it would be really bad because she was like three. Right, I was gonna say three she was like three when he yeah. died or something. Right. Yeah, shit like that. So what he does is he goes through, and these videos last anywhere from about. 20 minutes, I think, is the shortest one. So I think I saw the, the one about Saving Private Ryan is like an hour and 15 minutes. And what he does is he goes through and he talks about, you know, the historical basis for this, what it's what this story is based on. Then it goes through and goes, these characters are real, this, 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 and this. This is a conglomeration of these, you know, or a composite of a bunch of different, uh, mm-hmm. you know what the term composite is, right? I think it means more than one. <laughs> I do know what composite means, yeah. <laughs> No, it's a composite of several different uh, historical figures. Just lumped into lumped one. Lumped into one so yeah. that they don't have to have a cast. You, know, you can tell the same story with those five similar people and put them together. Sure. So uh, I haven't watched the Gladiator one yet, but I just finished the Tombstone one today. And Tombstone was super fucking interesting. And I'm like, oh, God. Okay, so what? it goes through movies, though, that are... Yeah, they'll go... So it goes through the Tombstone movie, or goes, is it like... It, it talks about the basis, the, the basis of the movie. Okay. You know, what, you know, this is the historical... This is what really happened. Or this this is the basis for the movie. Then they go through this and this and this and this and this, and then they pick, handpick little scenes and things like that. Like one of the things they picked apart was um, that scene between Doc Holliday and Johnny Ringo. You know when they're in the they're gambling spinning, hall, spinning the cup around, spinning and, the cup around. That is it, there is an account that that, that that happened, but Johnny Ringo dropped out of school in like fifth grade. He was not educated. He didn't know Latin. Uh, he wasn't okay. one of those. He was he was practically illiterate. Okay. Um, because there's actually a ton of documentation on his life as a real person, so we know that. But they took, you know, took some creative license with it, and uh, but then they talk they about they had to have a they had to have a, a nemesis of uh, of Doc of, Holiday. Of Doc Holiday. You have to have somebody yeah. who matches Doc Holiday's like yeah. it, you know his flippant lack of of uh, intensity, and then you have Johnny Ringo played by the amazing Michael Bean from uh, from Lake Havasu City, yeah. Arizona, who's. The best B-list actor ever. Like, and, really and, I, and I don't mean that as an insult. I mean he is fucking, and he. Lo- I've seen interviews with Terminator. Him. Yeah, he, play, he was in. He was. Um, in, he mailed. He, what was his? Uh, Kyle Reese. He played Reese, Kyle Reese yeah. in Terminator. That's the oldest movie I know that he that I, I've seen him in. And he was a. Fa- if you really just critique his job in that movie, it's fucking fantastic. He absolutely destroys it. Yeah. Um. His to me, his best best dramatic role he's ever done. Put some rush in there. Tell them Chris Lay is on the on uh, on the TV 
asking for requests for the Swillers. Why don't you type Rush in there? Why don't you type it in? Because. If I type it in, my battery's going to go low again. Oh, so okay. anyway. But anyway. I, what's really funny, though, because normally Chris does this sometimes. And he's by himself. But it's yeah. funny because he's, now you can see Anthony in the background. Oh, now you're, uh, we'll, we'll let Joe type it in. Here comes Anthony. Here he comes. Here he comes. All right, fine. Anyway, uh, isn't technology wonderful? It is wonderful, but it's also really distracting. It is. <laughs> That's the phrase. Michael isn't Bean, technology distracting? The best role Michael Bean ever did was as the um, the one of the Navy SEALs that was in the Abyss. He was the one that went completely, like he went completely Ooh, insane. Ooh. Ooh. I don't, I'm not, yeah, that was the movie Office Base, the... Ooh. Ooh. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I like the way he does that. I didn't know uh, about any meeting. With the bobs? With the bobs? Mm, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, God damn it. I have to see that movie again. That's, he, that's why I went, ooh, I've got that movie. I need to watch that movie it's again. It's funny because he got kind of fucking typecast as like the military type. Mm-hmm. So he was in the movie Navy Seals, which is a fucking goddamn four-alarm dumpster fire. That's what I, I've, I've heard about that being But bad. The Abyss is one of the greatest movies ever made. Yes. Uh, because James Cameron... You know, it's James Cameron. That's James why. Cameron takes the uh, the the Pharaoh <laughs> the, the, the what is it uh, the Pharaoh's approach to making movies. Yeah, you're uh, right. Of just throw enough human suffering at it, and then you're going to accomplish all sorts of shit. Yeah. Because there's you know uh, Ed Harris, Mary Elizabeth, Master Antonio, and I think it was those two. They have 100 percent unequivocally said, and this is 31 years ago. That movie was made in 1989. Watch it because it stands. It withstands the test of time. It's like Jurassic Park or Terminator 2. But they've said that their time on the set on, on the Abyss, they would never ever work with James Cameron ever again. Wow, never, he was just never a hard ass. Yeah, like Ed Harris went to therapy for like five years after that because of the abuse and shit that, like, the way his the way James Cameron treated him during the making of that movie brought out a bunch of shit that he had suppressed from when like his dad acted like that. Okay. And he lashed out at James Cameron, broke his fucking nose. Like, oh shit. And still had, and James Cameron was like, all right, you feel like you got out of your system. Now let's finish this goddamn movie. And Ed Harris was just like, <laughs> like his fucking, and Cameron was okay with that. He was just like, yeah, right, let's right. go. He was like, let's all right, it. let's fucking, all right, you got your intensity now, Ed, let's see this fucking happen. <laughs> All right, now get in this weird suit and breathe this liquid. What's your motivation? I did you kill my father. My, my, yeah, he's, he's dead. Fucking, but I'm gonna okay. kill him again. All right, use that energy and direct it. How's your hand? Because my face is killing me. <laughs> Let's that, go. Yeah, like it's it's that bad. Anyway, Michael Bean, fucking great actor, but he plays Johnny Ringo Tombstone. But they go through and they talk about how Johnny Ringo wasn't educated, and there's this. Um, Ike Clanton wasn't killed at like when they. Uh, uh, they did the uh, uh, ERP, uh, like Vendetta Ride is what they called it. Yeah. That really happened, but Ike Clanton was killed by uh, some lawman that was unrelated that was like five years after, like okay. five years after Wyatt Earp left and went to California. So they're kind of, during this show on this YouTube program, they're kind of, are they kind of fast forwarding through the movie and then they kind of stop along the way and explain um, things? It's How does it work? more like they show brief <clears throat> clips okay. for context and then they'll do, there's a voiceover going on. Okay. And then they'll, you know, the, the, the one, my favorite, I, I just discovered this like three days ago, but I've watched four of his fucking videos, like, and they're all long. Mm-hmm. But the Dances with Wolves was like just fucking amazing. And 
it's amazing how historically accurate Dances with Wolves was. I was going to say, was there a guy that went out there and did that kind of thing? But the, none of those characters existed. Okay. None of them. The, huh. He said that literally the only character that existed in real life that that was in, um, whatchamacallit, uh, that was in Dances with Wolves is when they mentioned General Grant. That was it. <laughs> that's, I was going to say, or, or the wolf. The, yeah, or the wolf. Like That, <laughs> that was it. That was Socks. Socks. Socks? Was that his name? Yeah, sock. Two Socks. Two Socks. Two socks. Socks was the fucking Nixon's cat or something, wasn't it? Reagan's cat. Could have been. Reagan uh, have a cat? Will. Will. <laughs> okay, that's your. Okay, do your do your Reagan impression one do. more time. Do I, just one word. Yeah, just right? do it. <clears throat> Will. Perfect. Just spot on. You got the part. You have to kind of. Okay. <laughs> but but okay. now do your uh, your Nicholas Cage impersonation. Huh. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> you should have been in Ghost Rider. You fucking, you should have done it. You should have been gone in 60 seconds starring Paul Gaines. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so I, on the show, what's it called? It's called History what's History it called? Buffs. It's History not a Buffs. show, Grandpa. It's a, it's a YouTube channel. What channel is it on? What oh. channel is there show on? I want to watch the program. Well, it's, a sh- it's a thing, a YouTube channel. Okay. And so they're still adding on to it, I'm guessing, new different episodes. And stuff yeah, like that too. yeah, absolutely. Okay, so the question is, though, like if they're doing Tombstone, is, is, that, is that one title of that one episode called Tombstone? Yeah, it's called History Buffs, Tombstone. Got it. Yeah. I'll you, send you a link, Gaines. Like, I no, promise. I, I, I can find this. I, I'll be finding it Are you it sure, Grandpa? I, I'm going I'm to... What channel is I'm it gonna on? I'm going to get the typewriter out, and I'm going <laughs> to... Is it UHF or VHF? I'm going to write... Do I have to flip this I'm going to write the FCC <laughs> and ask them what, what channel it's on. The FCC. Wow. <laughs> You're gonna write. I like and folks. You should have seen him. He was pantomiming, typing, typing. something out. <laughs> no, get your home row. Get your home row, oh, old I used man. To do that. I used to, home row. <coughs> ASDF KL semi. Oh my god. Yeah, there it is. Oh, I'm having flashbacks. You remember that? You maybe have no, typing. I'm, no, I do. I, I'm I having, had typing um, class. What the fuck is that guy's name? He's <laughs> such a fucking jerk off. He was the. He was one of the worst teachers I ever had. Oh, I barely no. call him a teacher. Paul, your shit's dying. Enough to plug it in. Stand hey, by. you know what we're going to do? We're going to take, take a, a break. break. We'll, right. we'll be right back. I'm looking down the hole. You're looking up at me. You're cold and tired. That is easy to see. Lower the rope to you. A bucket on the line. Your membrane will be soft and smooth. And your heart will be Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
Right, we're black. I mean, we're back. Joe ate farts. Fuck, I ate farts. No, the Genoa salami that you're packing in those pants. No, the, <laughs> the, 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 the Genoa the salami. Joe, Joe goes over there, opens up a bag of meat, and goes, you know what? Every time I open up, your meat smells like farts. And I'm going, what? Excuse me? It's like, <laughs> it's like hey, I know you know you're gay, Paul. Your dick tastes like shit. <laughs> anyway. The outtakes of that scene is just... Oh, God. You know how I know you're gay? You listen to Coldplay. Like, <laughs> fucking, what's wrong with that? I love, I love, I'm like, yeah, what's wrong with that? <laughs> I fucking like Coldplay. Fuck you guys. I'll fuck, I'll fight a motherfucker. I don't care. Funniest part in the action, one of them, we'd say, you like it when balls are in your face. And I think I think at that point, Seth, or Seth goes, uh, that's gay? That's gay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a 12-minute video yeah, it of is. them just going they, back they, and forth. Yeah, they cut it down just a couple... A couple minutes or something, but what were we talking about? I was like, we should record because this is a good. Your uh, Silence of the Lambs. Oh, <laughs> okay. So Portia posted something on Facebook a couple days ago that said, uh, you know, name a movie that scarred you for life. You know, that you saw as a kid or something. And I was like, The Shining and Silence of the Lambs, because I watched them at ten years old in the in, in the same weekend. And I'm holy I, crap. Yeah, it was dumb for the first time. I was ten. Yeah, it was really fucking stupid. The, those movies are decades apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I... Well, okay, I was 10 years old, and I should not have seen The Shining prior to that, and Silence of the Lambs had just come out. Were they... Oh, you went to a theater and watched Silence no, of the Lambs? No, I didn't. No, I, no, Mom and Stepdad went to the video store Oh, for all you young whippersnappers out there. Stood around in Blockbuster. Oh, dude, this is Troy, Ohio. We didn't have a fucking Blockbuster. We, oh. had, we had, like... It wasn't even Hollywood video. That's what's there now. There's still a Hollywood video there. I heard there's still uh, actually a Blockbuster video the, rental place, the, like in Canada or something like that. The last one closed down. It was in uh, in uh, Alaska. Oh. And it just closed down in the past year. They did a, There's a documentary. I think it's on Netflix called The Last Blockbuster. Oh. Or The Last Video Store, something like that. Okay. But no, we didn't even have a name brand fucking video store. It was like fucking Bob's Video Store. But it was cool because I can remember walking in there and going, oh, wow, what's that? Like, that's a laser disc player. I'm like, what does that do? And they're like, it plays laser discs. And the guy just takes this the big huge. silver fucking record out and just, yeah. it's all <laughs> super loud mechanics, like shit. But it was still on. cool as hell, though. It was, it was like, still cool. And it was, you know, it was a little bit better quality than VHS. But otherwise, Jesus Christ. Okay. Here, quick shout out to Chris Lay. 
But goddamn, buddy, you got some nostrils. I was gonna say it looks like he needs one of those nose hair clippers. God damn, he well, nobody knows where your nose hair ends and your mustache begins. Like buddy. he doesn't need actually a N95 mask. He could just breathe. He just fucking <laughs> comb his mustache up and he'll be good. No coronavirus <laughs> for him. Chris, we love you. You're just the the angle. It's the angle. It's his right. goddamn Android phone that he's got. Oh, they oh. they ended their live feed. Oh. Okay, bye, Swillers. That's fine. Oh, now what's that? This is uh, it's funny because it's playing on like a playlist. This is Sarah Ferry from oh, like a week ago. That's right. And doing Sarah her, uh, was her uh, flower the, uh, flower crowns. crowns. She went out yeah. hiking and she's doing flower. She just went out hiking picked and up is wildflowers. Picked a bunch of wildflowers. Now making flower crowns. If that isn't one of the most oh my god, I can't wait to get to Coachella moments I've ever fucking seen in my entire life. Right. Ah, I love Sarah. She's it one is, of the best people ever. It is nice, though. It's, it's kind of cool. I didn't ever watch this whole video. I knew that she was going to be doing it, but I didn't really tune in because I wasn't going to make a flower crown. I'm a fucking hippie kid, dude. I knew exactly how to make it. I'd teach you how to make a flower crown right now. All right, let's go ahead and pick some. Let's fucking go do it. Let me take some allergy <laughs> fucking pills first. Uh, anyway, no, Silence of the Lambs. Like, it fucking, it's a great thriller. I don't get freaked out by slasher flicks and shit like that because I know it's not real. Like, I, I can't suspend reality and get into a movie that in depth i just it, it's it's hard for me for most what people consider horror movies i got you and, and slashers doesn't really it's not but the silence of lambs could like there could be a guy out there right now outside there is of the facility. a guy out there right now yeah. as far as i'm concerned every time I, I i'm like a fucking 22 year old woman i fucking anytime i leave somewhere in the dark especially here i'm fucking looking out for you're like all, any number of things, aliens werewolves you wait until an owl dive bombs you at night out here when you leave sometime Hey, let's not talk about that because that's like a deep-seated fucking fear that I have. They're big Because I've here. been dive-bombed by a fucking owl before. Yeah. And, yeah, you birds, any of those birds of prey, you don't realize how big they are until you're until one's close to you. You're like, holy fuck, yeah, the, that thing. The owls around here are large, and I think they're just mad because you're fucking up their, their hunting. It's like someone throwing a rock in a, in a, in a pond when you're when trying, trying to fish. fish. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? And they, they I don't, dude, they fucking, they fucking freak me out because they move silently. They do. Like, they just. And their heads kind of just. Can we stop talking about it? All right, go I'd ahead. almost Sounds rather talk about fucking Buffalo Bill tucking it back and be like, I, yeah. did you fuck me? I fuck me. <laughs> I fuck me so hard. <laughs> Put the lotion in the basket, bitch. It runs bitch. the lotion on it. When he just loses his his patience with her, he loses. <laughs> think about that. He loses the pay. The, the pay. He loses his patience with his fucking prisoner in the dungeon hole. In the dungeon <laughs> hole. Yeah, he really just lost. <laughs> so funny. It rubs the lotion on its skin and puts the lotion in the basket. Yeah, several times. It nicely. rubs the lotion on its skin, and or it, it gets it the put, hose again. It gets the hose, and then finally, he just. Put the fucking lotion in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Silence, Silence of, of the, the Lambs terrifies me because that's real. Like yeah. that could, that people that, do that kind that, of and it was that level of creepy shit. And it was based off of real people. Right. Real people. Is that one of the history things you were that's, saying? No. Oh, that should be, right? No, it oh. should be. But I was just thinking about that like, before we went live. I was just thinking, oh my god. Fucking Silence of the Lambs. So there's that, and then The Shining. Now, granted, there's a little bit of supernatural shit going on with The Shining, but like it's it is conceivable because it's happened before. People getting cabin fe cabin fever and murdering their entire family, and that's what's happening now. Is that what and you're that's, suggesting? That's what I'm getting to that point right fucking now. <laughs> okay. Beyond notice, motherfuckers. <laughs> the bloodbath to is start coming. murdering people and running around. No. With, yeah. That, so that, that that's the reason why. Like I don't uh, like. People get into like the Friday the Thirteenth and the Freddy Krueger movies and shit like that. Right. Like I just fucking 
Wait, did I? Is that Friday the Thirteenth? That's Jason. Yeah, the Nightmare on Elm Street. That's uh, Freddy. See, I don't even know. They're like part of the common pop culture vernacular. Shits in like the the fucking uh, Library of Congress, but. I've only ever seen like maybe three Freddy Krueger movies and a couple Jason movies, and I'm just like, this is fucking stupid. So Texas Chainsaw Massacre is kind of based on a true story, I believe. That one is it, the the one with uh, Matthew McConaughey. I think is the one that is the best one because it's more suspense and thriller driven rather right. than slasher like the original one. But I was and living this, in Texas when this was actually going on. I believe the the actual this is based on loosely on. A, I could I could have been the guy. Is this the guy? That's the guy. I'm the guy. Uh, the guy. But it was more South Central Texas, I believe. I have to look that up. I I, I don't think I'm making this up. I think it was based on a true story. And went, oh, oh, no, no, it absolutely was based on a true story. I think he made sausages out of his uh, victims. Oh, my God. Like, that sounds fucking awesome. He linked his own yeah. sausage. He linked your own sausage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, Jesus uh, I But those movies like that, are, like that, that shit gets my fucking heart racing. Or Gravity. Oh, we yeah. talked about gravity on yeah. here before. Is like finally by the end of the movie, you're just like once she finally gets Exhausted. on the ground, you're just like you, you're pensive the entire time. Like you're just like it's not like on the edge of your seat. It's literally like you don't realize it, but subconsciously, like you're just grabbing a hold of the armrest right. in the theater. Those movies are the ones that get an emotional response out of me when right. it, like when it comes to fear. And then when not, she hits the gr- you know, she's not done yet. She now she's in a fucking lake or right. whatever. Now now she's getting tangled up in the yeah. You know, Spoiler alert! In the parachutes and stuff, I'm like what the fuck? Can this get any fucking worse? She went through all of this Herculean heroic effort to get back to Earth. Now she's oh, she's safe on Earth. Not yet. No, nope, not it's quite. Not over. Almost. <laughs> that that scene was done in uh, that water scene at the end was in Arizona. It was. Yeah, I, I looked all that shit because I, I kind of thought it was interesting looking. I thought, where's this? So I started. Look, there were some weird lakes that were out in the middle of nowhere. You, you, Joe's looking at it. No, up, I know. am because now I, I bet you. Now I, I bet you that. know where. It, I didn't know where it is, but you probably go. Oh, I know where that is. They went live again. They did. Yeah, it's just part two. Now in color. I don't oh. know what that means. We'll have to turn Sarah Ferry off. Oh, stop it! I don't want to turn her off. Um, look up. Uh, you look oh, yeah, up. Uh, gravity. Gravity. But gravity is one of those. Uh, what's another one that is? Um, Children of Men. Which we've talked about before. Same director as uh, as Gravity. Uh, Any kind of Hitchcock movie is kind of that same. Hitchcock is that it's just it's it's real. Yeah, yeah. Psycho. Uh, the uh, well, the one with the plane dive bombs with the fuck, uh, fucking Stewart, like a fucking. Oh, like that movie there. Rear what window is that what it, is it? Rear window. Oh, not not that movie. Not Strategic Air Command. No, not Strategic Air Command. Oh. <laughs> No, he was in that movie. Th- no, that's not a Hitchcock movie though. Oh, oh, the Hitchcock movie he was in, where the oh. the biplane or or some oh, sort of plane comes uh, in and he has to. Fuck. Is that Rear Window? Or is it the one where what's no. what's the one where he's uh watching? He's yeah, got a broken he, leg and he's, he's watching a fucking. Come on, man. No, he's you're, running and the, you're from and that the, era. The guy's you should in like know a this. walk. Of, <laughs> the guy's in a. Stearman or a walk? I think it's a Stearman dive. You're right. What the fuck is that movie? Well, we've got two things to look up. Got to get that movie and the the lakes or the lake that that uh, Gravity was filmed in at the end when she was in the. I'm gonna fucking die laughing if it's like Tempe Town Lake or something like that, like something in the middle of Phoenix. And like what? Or it's like uh, like what's the closest? Like Lake Mojave or something. And which that would actually be kind of funny. Which it's not. It's it's, it's I, Lake Powell. No. It says Lake Powell is one of the filming locations. Lake Powell. Well, if you look at that scene, it doesn't really look quite like Lake Powell. Okay, well, then now I'm going to have to rewatch it. Although, right. a lot of those movies, I can't rewatch them because, like, it's kind of... 
I think I've seen Gravity one other time since I saw it in the theater. Mm-hmm. And like Silence of the Lambs, I, in, in the 30 years that it's been out, I have only seen it maybe four times all the way through, five times. Right. Because I just don't, I don't need to have nightmares. <laughs> my yeah, it, my brain's full of bad wiring as it is. I don't need anything to help it along. Sorry, Jody fucking Foster. I'm kind of over, I think, right now that most nightmare kind of like stuff like that. Like I won't want to watch something that makes me uncomfortable. I think that's kind of done. Is that why you watch When Harry Met Sally at night? Yeah, because that's before kind of, you go to bed. That's kind of, that's kind of frightening. No, it's not. Um <laughs> Uh, it's frightening because of the wagon wheel table. Oh, I was gonna say. I think I mentioned this before in one of the earlier episodes that yeah, when gravity when she was done with it and she finally crawls to shore. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I, I cried. It was an emotional moment for me. I, there's when this def- thing was over. I was a big release for me. It was weird. I didn't cry, but I I remember going. I remember realizing that my hands had been clenched up, like grabbing a hold of the armrest in the theater for probably thirty straight minutes. My hands hurt. I was fucking all clammy and shit. I'm like Jesus Christ. Right. Like, the last movie that I saw that kept me, like, just had that kind of action and that kind of, uh, uh, it held my, just held my attention before that was Children of Men, which was a, uh, directed by the same fucking guy and has the same kind of pacing. Yeah, but speaking of emotional kind of sci not sci-fi, but things like, reminds me of Gravity was a similar, within a year or two apart, oh was um, Interstellar. Yeah, yeah. You, you kind of lost it at that one. When I got, I when I, a couple times. Yeah. When I got... Mostly the scene, uh, the scenes where they had uh, they had gone to that one planet that was close to the black hole. I don't know. And the, the way they got, yeah. they got off the planet, and the, what ended up happening was they spent too much time down there, and they're like for like for one minute on there, it's like seven years or something, and or, or right. some some shit like that. Right. So when they finally get back to the ship that's away from the black hole, then uh, like they they got all this video traffic. The one dude that stayed behind is all aged and shit, and. You know, Matthew McConaughey starts walk. He watches uh, all the. It's the recap of the videos of like his kids growing up, yes. getting married. The one kid, uh, the the boy, ended up being played by as an adult, played by Casey Affleck, that he buried his wife, and, mm-hmm. his, and then the next video he talks to his, his daughter who's like fourteen, and then she doesn't want to talk to him ever again. Right. And then goes back and talks to it, like just kind of like that whole emotional thing. No, it, Jesus it was a, it was a fucking roller coaster, emotional roller coaster. But it once was. it was finally said and done, remember I was uh, like I'm not normally a silent person, hence I have a podcast. Mm-hmm. We have a podcast. But I get back to we get back to your truck after the movie. I didn't say shit. Walking out of the theater, out to your truck, had, smoked a cigarette, got in the truck, and I think we were. I was we were we had. I mean, leaving Havasu, I think I was on. I think we might have might have hit I forty. By the time that you said that, something. I actually said, you're like, you, you all right, Joe? And I'm like, I'm just trying to fucking process that movie. Well, I, for a while, I thought, I wonder if Joe didn't like it. What if he fell asleep <laughs> in the movie? <laughs> like when Mike fell asleep to the loudest movie of all time, yeah. the Mad Max. First three minutes and he's... <laughs> for three hours, he was... Just fucking, yeah, like there. two hours and 50 minutes, fucking Mike slept. <laughs> he slept through that Mad Max, uh, was it Mad Max? No water. No, what the fuck was it? What the... Uh, uh, was the most recent? We can't remember. It was the Mad big Max epic, movies. super epic Mad Max thing that came that, out a couple that had years been, ago. It took them ten years to fucking make the movie, right. but it's the loudest movie I've ever seen in my entire life. And it I was crazy movie. Three minutes in, I look over and there's Mike just. Right now, in his defense, he is a mail carrier, and it, this was like halfway through Christmas season, so the dude had been working. And I think it was late at night. We went there, like, or so, it was some I, weird combination of him being up forever. We and missed it was late as shit or something. We missed a showing. 
because I think I fucked up the times. I said I thought a showing was at like seven fifteen, and it was actually at like six fifteen. So when we got there at like six forty five, it was too late to start the movie. So we said fuck it, and we went. I think we went to Mud Shark, some shit like that, and then and then went to like a nine fifteen or nine thirty showing. That's and we're like, like, hey, you guys got gonna be like okay past with that? Midnight, yes, or something. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Um, what is that uh, Jimmy Stewart movie? What's oh, it, what's with it the, called? Uh, with the with the when he's being he's in the field, right? And the plane is like you said, dive bombing him. I I've totally forgotten. What Should you, I try Siri and see how funny this? What is? do you think it is? Rear window. I don't think that's right. Okay, well you do that. I'm gonna put the swillers back on. What movie is Jimmy Stewart chased by a plane in? Seeing what you wanted be ever in your favor. Oh, that sucks. Nut Vertigo? Ah, uh, you know what, Siri? You fucking suck. All right, Jimmy Stewart. Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Plane. Movie. It's That's pop. the worst. That's why I... I it's going to come up, obviously. Are we ever going to do what Rogan does and record without a head? It's definitely, it's definitely uh, Rear Window. Rear Window. So, Joe, we're going to record without headphones like this, like I'm doing now. It's kind of weird. You can't hear yourself at all. I, yeah, but you know what? If we had a producer, they could keep track of what's that going would know. On. Yeah, it, it would know, especially considering how fucking hot it is in here. It's kind of weird how oh, I just turned the heater off. It's kind of weird how the bro- heater was on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no wonder I'm just sitting here fucking sweating my ass off. Right. That's um, fine. Whatever. The, uh, the, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. If you have a producer, actively listening to you uh you know your your whatever your performance or whatever you're recording but why does they can wear them sometimes sometimes he doesn't i don't understand he just kind of i don't know i i don't know weird you should ask him okay next time he's over when we when we do get joe rogan on a podcast which we will yep we will I, somebody knows i'll somebody. ask him I'm like somebody fucking knows him somebody knows that goddamn <laughs> right now it's just uncomfortable to not wear fucking headphones my voice sounds better. With him on or To off? me, with him on. Oh, yeah. Much more full. Full and rich. Jesus. Fucking Anthony's real close to the camera. Anyway. Uh, so, scary yeah, movies. What about, yeah, scary movies. I, I just fucking, the movies that scare me, like not, and not like fucking jump scares, because that's cheap. It's fucking cheap. Right. And anybody that fucking says otherwise, they can fight me. You mean because, like like someone's going slowly in the house and then something jumps out or yeah like that's cheap that's not fucking good writing. Or a cat that's, jumps across the window yeah, and, like, and you think oh my god it's a, exactly you know, yeah. yeah exactly that shit is it has its place but I've seen movies where it's just that's all it is that's all it is some of the earliest movies though that were created were like scary movies like you know Frankenstein or any kind of Dracula type movies that were talkies. There's early, been more quote unquote talkies or like silent movies. Yeah, the solid, the old uh, silent movies. There's a lot of scary movies. Back a lot then. of them. Yeah. Well, because I mean, fucking people back then didn't work. They weren't under this constant barrage of media like we have now. So they they're not as desensitized to shit. So it's like, true. Yeah. You you had uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon 
that came out when oh, there were yeah. still unders, unders, unexplored areas of the Okeechobee Swamp. Yeah. So people, if they go to Florida, they're like, fuck, there's places in Florida that are kind of like this movie. They would look like that, and they go, I'm yeah. not going to go walking around here in the evening. I mean, I wouldn't anyway. Like, don't And right now, fucking, you, you could get eaten up anyhow by a large alligator. and Or a fucking... Python. Pythons, boa constrictors. They have... Uh, what is the other one I keep hearing about? They fucking... There's some other it's some some other invasive species that it, that has no natural predators in Florida and lots of food, and I can't think of what it is. It's a uh, well, anyway, but it kind of reminds me of those hippos. Uh, fucking what's his face? Uh, they fucking Mr. Uh, fucking Booger Sugar, Mr. Booger, Mr. Cocaine. Who are we talking about now? Cocaine guy. The cocaine guy. The cocaine guy that had hippos. Oh, I uh, didn't realize. Uh, oh, the tiger guy. No, 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 no. Actually, I have an assignment for us. We, sh- you, you and I should both watch Tiger King. Do I need to watch this over the now? next? Yeah, we should do it over the next few days so that we can record and talk about Tiger King because okay. that shit is culturally relevant I'll, right I'll, now. I'll, I'll, I'll give in. Please, I'm going to as well. It's gonna okay. be in the next couple of days. So it was no, a cocaine no, guy that no, had the cocaine guy. The hippopotamus. Who's, who's the main cocaine guy? They made a whole TV show about him. TV show Narcos. What's his name? We we're not using the internet because we, oh, we have brains. A t- regular TV show? Or are you talking about HBO? No, or no I'm talking Netflix about Netflix. Or- he was the cocaine guy in the 70s and 80s. The guy from Columbia. The guy. Oh, the uh, fucking guy. Uh, like the, um, um, Ferdinand uh, Pablo Marcos. Escobar. Pablo Escobar. Ferdinand Pablo Marcos. is my name. He's pa- my guy. Pa- Paul, Pablo. Pablo. Pablo Escobar, folks. If you didn't know, is Spanish for Paul Gaines. <laughs> <laughs> How funny would that be if we just translated Escobar to Gaines? And I'm like, no shit. God. And all you have is a Cirrus? I know. And that's, it's just, you have a prop plane? That's it? And he's like, <laughs> like a wind up. It's like one of those wind up. Oh, rubber God. <laughs> Gillows. I think Gillows made those. Anyway. Uh, so what's the story about him? He had, he, so he had a, like a whole like zoo. He didn't really have a zoo. A zoo implies that there's some sort of maintenance with the animals. But what he did is he just bought exotic animals and let them loose on, on his humongous estate in Colombia. Okay. Well, they didn't put all those animals down. Some of them made it to made them to zoos and wild animal sanctuaries and shit like that once Pablo Escobar was, you know, taken down and all that. Mm-hmm. But the hippos, they're like, they fucking couldn't figure out where to put the hippos. So they left the hippos there. Well, for the past, you know, 30 years, 35 years or so since he's been dead, uh, and, you know, they kind of ran, ran, ran a little bit rampant and they were kind of screwing up the local ecosystem because hippos aren't native to fucking Colombia. And they, they made it and produced and... Reproduced. Now there's like, if I think there's over 100 of them. Wow. Okay, so here's the funny thing. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. I mentioned to you, but I think you had your phone in your hands. So you probably didn't retain it. Yeah, probably. So uh, the they're finding these, uh, these uh, biologists are finding that the hippos actually... They damage the local ecosystem, but just like nature, nature does over time, they just fucking just bounce right back. Mm-hmm. Because so now they're finding that they're they're they fit into the ecosystem because they took the place of an extinct large mammal, land mammal. Oh, that was that went extinct like twenty thousand years ago or something like that. That's really and interesting. it's fucking funny. So now they're considering the hippos as like now they fit into the ecosystem. <laughs> I'm just like Pablo Escobar, the the, and and I'm telling you the 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 damn headline for this article was it was so ridiculous I had to click on it. Pablo Escobar's cocaine hippos fit into local ecosystem. Then I was just like, <laughs> click what? It reminds me of uh, one of our listeners, a dear friend of mine, very old friend of mine. Uh, we've been friends for a long time. I don't mean he's old. Is David Shade, and uh, David <laughs> David showed me a comedy special years ago of the. Uh, uh, Lewis Black. 
Remember yes. that guy? Oh, yeah. Do you remember one of his specials from, I mean, we're talking 20 years ago where he goes, do you ever hear a phrase that just gets into your brain and you can't get it out because you don't understand it? I was in a diner and I overheard a girl, young woman, college age going, if it weren't for that horse, I wouldn't have spent that year at college. <laughs> I remember this. Do you know what I'm talking about? I remember this. For that horse, college, horse, college. If it weren't for that, how did the horse force? He goes off for like 10 minutes on this. So anytime, and that was this is back in the day when Dave and I were living together. That was back when I met all these people. Some of these people that you've met over the years, like I've been friends with for like 20 years. He, David would have this thing where like, if I would say something that was confusing or he was confused or anyone in the room was confused, he goes, if it weren't for that horse, and then he would just walk away. Like, if it weren't for that horse, I would have spent that year of college. If it weren't for that horse, it's perfect. horse. But that's that's what that headline was. It just grabbed me, and I'm like, Pablo Escobar's cocaine hippos now fit into local ecosystems. So pa- like, Pablo Escobar is kind of an what? accidental uh, animal, uh, what do you want to call it, uh, Sanct- not sanctuary, but a person. If he, if you're a person that's into animals, he's he's like the the Steve Irwin, <laughs> right? He's an accidental co- Steve of, Irwin. Though. He's accidental Steve Irwin. Irwin. Oh my god, that's, that's funny. Hey, so, so terrible. Uh, hey, is, <laughs> hey, is it boas or pythons that are all running rampant in Florida right now that aren't people brought them in I, just to let them go? Is I it think both? it might be both. Are they tasty? I don't know because that would be some of those motherfuckers are huge. You could feed a family of twelve for a yeah. month. Yeah. On those things. And then they had some kind of, it was either on a Rogan or some other kind of podcast recently where they actually had someone say they had a, they said, we're going to have a, a roundup. They said, fuck it, we're going to go out, we're going to invite people to come here and get boas, pythons, as many as you can, and you can kill them or have them or eat them, whatever it, I think it was. Not that many were caught. It was like a whole bunch of people were involved in it. And How it was, do you catch something like that? I don't, I don't know. You have to, you have I, to I, wrangle I, it? What are you going to fucking? Yeah, they're not like hiding. They're, they're like down on the tall grass, probably and partially in the mud. So they're not going to be running around. Come get me. This is terrifying. You know? Yeah. So, but it, they caught like forty or fifty of them or something, which is not that because they're like thousands or tens of thousands. Yeah, they're, they're just, everywhere. Yeah, and they go into people's homes when they're not there. They, I know that there are more invasive species down there that that don't make it as public as because people are scared to death of giant snakes. Right? Florida's a mess. <laughs> You know, I think that's why the the natives didn't really settle much of the interior of Florida. It's, it's a, anything I, will grow there. I read that years ago that like the natives had this figured out a long time ago that uh, don't stay stay near the coast. Everything else inland will just kill you or you'll just die because. And then along it, came it, Flagler, that guy. Yeah, and then Mister Flagler came by and yep. put the railroad in, right. and people are still dying. <laughs> uh, it's. Yeah, I read that one time. I'm like, the natives had this shit figured out, but the fucking white guys were like, no, 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 we can just drain this. Well, it's they, fine. they figured even the U.S. political people years ago said that Florida down there, it's just it's never going to be developed. Just let it go. You know, it's a natural habitat. Just don't even bother. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, it's probably a good idea. And you're probably right. Well, eh, well I mean, there are. Well, there is Miami who's having tons of they're. they're Miami's going to be underwater in like 20, 25 years. Like, it's in bad fucking shape. They're probably going to build up their seawalls and stuff, though. They're gonna be I, doing. I hope so. What if they build up seawalls and they get rid of a bunch of their fucking tourism? Which is kind of... What's going on right now? Okay. Never mind. Why you always have to fucking bring us down to coronavirus level? <laughs> Sorry. Why you got to do that, Gaines? I'm just saying. I don't know. It's gonna but no, you're right. Thing. But this is all going to bounce back. It's going it to bounce back. Hopefully, this thing kills about 2 billion people because that would make it, make things like... A little bit better, like everything would be a little bit lighter. It's like having like a really big bowel movement. Could kill like me. Could kill you. Probably not going to kill me. 
your advanced age, maybe. Do you see the actual numbers, though, in this, in this yeah, country? No, I know. There's I, more in your age range than in my age I range know, right I know, I know. I was joking. Just, you also don't, aren't advanced age, and you're probably just, healthier than I am. I don't know. You know, for having a big head, you're fucking not really wrapping your brain around this. Okay. That hurts. It's a joke? It hurts. Yeah, it's a joke. Okay. Everybody should be fucking scared. Everybody should be. Everybody's at least awake of what's going I on. I wouldn't say, maybe not scared, just be health, like healthily aware of what's going on. Well, uh, you're in the, of course, the, you know, we don't have to talk about this right now. I mean, you're, you're in the healthcare industry. I'm in, the, I'm in the death prevention and, uh, and, and capitalist, uh, no, it, I'm it, sorry. It's obvious I'm in, things I, I by, by local media, they are ramping up as far as confirmed cases and all that stuff. Yep. It's just a matter of probably not very long until we're going to lose a couple of people at our local hospital at, at, at minimum. But or at home. I mean, we've already had a death. They had somebody in Havasu died. Yeah, we're still two or three weeks away now, at least from peaking. We're, we're from everything that I've read and every, like the, the smart fucking bean counters and whatnot are saying is that the we're going to peak as a nation overall within the next three to four weeks. Right. And we're lagging. We are this because of where we are, because of how yeah. remote this area is. Yeah. We are lagging behind and it's going to snap back like a fucking rubber band. Like we're we're going to I think we're going to peak in the U.S., but then it's going to peak locally and it's just going to be so much worse. So it's going to be so much worse because of how non-compliant the population is around here when it comes to infection control procedures and also the fact that those people that are non-compliant when it comes to infection control procedures are in the ultra high risk category and we don't have we we, facts are and this everybody knows this already but we don't have enough testing if we did we could test people quickly and like you've got it you need to isolate well you you don't you're okay we have an adequate i can just to just to throw this out there as far as the hospital i work at Mm -hmm. we have plenty of tests available for the people that meet the criteria that need to get the test. Testing is not a problem locally. That is, not, it's not even, no, but what I'm, I just, I need, I need people to understand that. Anybody who listens to this needs to understand that. That's because that, that just because there's not enough tests for 340 million people in this country doesn't mean there's a shortage of tests. Right. We don't need 340 million influenza tests and those, that many doesn't exist. It's only about a hundred million. I know, million but let's imagine so if I'm just, everybody, if I could test you right now and you could test me or vice versa, and we could know within it, five minutes if we had it or or did have it. Or did have it and now have antibodies, which right. they don't it's, even it's, know. So that's that's good information to have. It is good information to have, except that information, one, doesn't exist, and two, isn't going to exist for another year, right. year and a half. So that's, that's where we are right now. That, because that's the reality. we don't know if this virus is going to mutate like the flu virus does mm-hmm. every year and whether or not, like because it could end up being like the influenza virus where there's uh, multiple mutations every single year. Right. And the test that, or the uh, vaccine that they put out at the beginning of the season, that's another thing, too, is that we don't even know if this is a seasonal thing. Nope, not yet. Because it might not be one of those viruses that is, it, it, it might not matter. So, like the Spanish flu, that specific strain uh, of virus was, it went all year long. It went on for like almost two years. Mm-hmm. You know, granted, the peak was, you know, about nine to 10 months, I think, is like where it just really ramped up and was killing everybody. And then it kind of, you know, kind of leveled off. But like that one, that one, like it mutated to a point where there was no there was no vaccination for it whatsoever. Um, The I was going to say, damn it, about the not the mutation about the um, testing, uh, maybe because it would be nice if we could test everybody. But it's unnecessary at this point because even if you could test 
for them to be positive or test for antibodies. Oh, it's, I know not, it's not going to change treatment. It's not going to change so anything. There are, the way I understand it, there are a number of companies now, pharmaceutical companies, obviously, that are actually working together now. They're trying yes. to, they're going, all right, this is no bullshit. We're going to solve this problem and come up with a vaccine as soon as they possibly can and figure things out or different kinds of tests or whatever. They're not going to, this is not a normal thing where they're just competing against each other and trying to solve it. They're going to, they're, they're communicating together now. This is kind of the moonshot for the world kind of thing. Yeah. Where they're not dicking around, you know, so they're working hard. It's still going to take some time, obviously, but it's, they're probably going to find, I, I would be willing to bet they're going to be some kind of a vaccine developed or cure on top of it or treatment that's, they're sorting through things right now. They're trying to, and I'm not just making this shit up. And I know that you're, you're following it probably more than I do because of your business. And I just follow what I can on the news. Or well, and I, I also read. know what, like where, like how to, not how, but to, um, the proper way, the proper places say on the internet to monitor things as kind of, not as they're happening, but pretty damn close like that. The first thing that I found was I'm shit. You know, I, I found that website that I've been watching. It's a John. It's a GIS data website put on by the research wing of Johns Hopkins University. Right. So mm -hmm. and it updates it. It pulls data from I think it's like 4000 sources around the world, including the World Health Organization, which is where they pull a lot of their stuff. So there's a lot of ton of metadata data and it just gets processed and it's simplified into this nice map. I've been watching that, looking at that map at least once a day since like Jan it was probably a week or two before the US, first U.S. case. It's like a heat a heat map kind of thing. If you kind know. of, yeah, yeah. yeah it, uh, it's got a bunch of red dots all over it, and the dot, the bigger the dot, the more people that have that have got it. I think they say that Italy now, or maybe Spain, is finally on the backside of the curve. There, they're I, claiming. Yeah, uh, not Italy. Italy is still. Okay. They they had a they they had what they call a blip for oh. a few days where it dropped, and then it's kind it's of ramping up. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's oh, ramping God. back up. It's just it's gonna come in waves. It's gonna happen. And in China, they're they're China. China. That they're they're finding that it they're getting new reinfections that are happening. And the other one that terrifies oh, me. Oh great. The the Bronx Zoo has a bunch of animals that are. Oh, I've heard this. Port. I've heard this. I'm <laughs> like, what fuck? The, what the fuck? Yeah, it was a bunch of the big cats. I think it's like six of their big cats that they have. All all have it. They don't know if it's uh, transmissible from the animal to the human, but if it can go one way, because they got it from a human. It's not like, so, they're, not it, like they're feeding them bats from Wuhan. If people know? are a little bit more uh, more careful with uh, how they are in general, but let's, this is going to change everything. I mean, like, so we have this major economic slowdown right now, a major economic slowdown. Yeah. But let's say we get out of it more. We, it's managed on some level. It's going to change everything, the way that planes are clean the way they're maybe even be boarded or who knows i mean things like that i think it's going to make more people hopefully it's going to make more people realize how easily germs can spread and kind of how maybe educate people a little bit on how the human immune system works because it, people for whatever reason not people not all people but a lot of folks don't understand that they don't under they don't understand why you're supposed to take antibiotics for the full fucking course right and not just like stop taking them. I'm like, well, I feel better now, which but, is what I did uh, when I was younger, much yeah. younger. I did, yeah, I did that and that's shit. something that I never did because my mom would beat our ass. I'm like, my stomach's upset. I haven't had a good shit in 18 days. Finish your fucking antibiotics. Like you have, you have to right. have to finish your antibiotics. Things like that, or people that think that uh, they just don't understand how they they don't understand basic chemistry, so they'll never understand like immune systems or anything like that they don't it's like the uh when you fool people it's funny because it came up on my memories actually today is a uh, dihydrogen monoxide 
Water, and how deadly yeah. it is. Water, and, and if yeah. you just say dihydrogen monoxide, it sounds fucking scary. Sure. You know, a teaspoonful of it can kill you. A certain but way. But if you don't drink at least 20 times that in a day, you'll die as well. Right. There's a, like, in, any way to put anything like, in. The, in, in fact, you were in that string of, of response. I'll, I'll share it tonight before it goes away. Mm. But Mac Nelson was like, this is terrifying. Thank you so much for advising me on this. I'm like, Mac, dihydrogen monoxide is so deadly. They use it to put out fires. Think about that. Like just <laughs> fucking, and it was just funny shit. But people don't understand that. Or they, they hear, well, did you know that sodium and chloride are in this everyday substance? Like, yeah, it's called fucking salt. salt yeah. But sodium by itself and chlorine by itself will fuck you up. But put them together and you have to have them. Otherwise, your heart and your muscles stop fucking working. Yep. So like people don't understand. So I think that might change. Uh, you know, people will understand immunology a little bit better. God, I hope so. Me too. But here's the other thing: is this is probably going to. I'm sure it's helped uh, lower the number of uh, normal, regular, annually flu deaths because people are going to be a little <laughs> yeah, more careful. You can't get flu if you're dead already. Well, <laughs> flu deaths. God damn, dead. that's yeah. You can't. You can't get. <laughs> but that's not what I mean. <laughs> What I mean is that people actually are more careful in what they're touching and how they're handling things. They're probably going to yes. not get the flu as much. Potentially, yeah. So in, in, even though I'm touching my face right now, you know, I'm doing all these things. But if you look at everything, it's just amazing. People are, at least some people are more aware of what you touch all the time. Yeah. All the it's damn bad. time. I'll tell you what, you know what's, <laughs> this is. Like right right now I'm touching, this is my microphone, so don't, don't touch my quote microphone. Joe. Right. Do you That's, have spray, Lysol spray? I don't have Lysol spray. No, we have we have yep. alcohol and we've got the bleach mix that I've got over there. Well, it would be great if you didn't spray either, put either one of those on these microphones. But no, I haven't just, done. It wouldn't be a bad idea. I don't have. Lysol. You know what though? Like as long as nobody touches these for a couple of days, which is you know, I don't see that being a problem. I shove I them over there right. and shove it over here. And no one, yeah. no one does. It makes you think about those things, things that right. you things you do every day that you never thought would be you know just benign things you do all day every day. I'll tell you, you know, a funny unintended consequence, and <laughs> uh, it was uh, <laughs> it was my my mom mentioned this. She goes, "You know what's really funny is uh, <laughs> now that I, I I didn't realize how much I touched my face because <laughs> my mom and I have both struggled with skin problems because mm -hmm. she has really sensitive skin, just like me. And um, you know, touching your face is just a habit. Yeah, you know, and you need to break yourself of it because it's not good. Your hands are fucking disgusting. Well, and, and yeah, they really are. But and like, you get tiny little a minor itch around your cheek or on your nose or something. Yeah, all day, all all it the just time. Happens all the time. You don't even know when you're scratching your nose. Right. So the unintended, uh, you know, plus side of, of not touching your face all the time is your skin starts to clear up. And my skin's been clearer now than it has been wow. since before I was uh, before I was in puberty because I have the habit. You know, touching my face. So, like, my hands, I'm washing my hands more often. Mm -hmm. You know, not that I was a dirty person to begin with because I'm I'm not. And it's just kind of ingrained in your head. Like, right now, after touching, what did I touch? Uh, I ate some of that salami, and I touched the thing, and a couple things. My hands, I want to wash them now. And that comes from working at the hospital. That's right. not being a germaphobe. That's just, like, I want, I, I touched this or touch that or I use hand sanitizer too much and now my hands feel like there's they might be clean but there's a film on there it's just sure. gross so I just wash my hands all the time but I, now I, I wash them when they don't feel like that I've always I haven't really increased the amount of times I wash my hand maybe a tiny bit because I, I I wash my hands all the time anyway it's just it is one of those weird things like like if I if I were to go to a restaurant I mean this is a most people don't do this but they say that they do or they should like if, if I walk in there and sit down and quite often after I order or before I order, I'll go to the bathroom and wash my hands. It's usually when we first walk in, they're like, oh, where would you like to sit? Right over here. 
Where did my where did my fucking dude go? Where yeah, God where, damn it, is he washing his hands again? And fucking yeah, whatever. And I'll wash my hands after I eat because I don't want to get any whatever residue. I don't like I do on that. my steering wheel. I usually try and do that as well. I'm not saying there's just is goo on there, but I do would rather if I'm touching my food at all. Yeah. I don't. I want to wash my hands again, so I'll wash my hands twice in the same bathroom. Dude, the first thing I did when I got my truck mm-hmm. is use alcohol. And clean a fucking steering wheel off. And Tim's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Dude, this is you have no idea. Just prepare to be grossed out." And I Tim ought to appreciate this. He doesn't like to even touch I don't, food with his hands. I just wonder if maybe the first thing Tim would do when he get a new car is like, it, it, you know what I mean? I, well, mine first off, mine was used, you know, and it was at that point it was almost ten years old, it was like nine years old or something. So like, I don't know. I don't know if it, if he didn't wipe it down, but he had never seen somebody use alcohol to wipe it down unless it was like really dirty. It didn't look dirty because it was it's a black steering wheel. Sure, but when I wiped it oh, down, it's nasty. Oh, it's disgusting. I'm like that is a mixture of dirt and oil from people's hands, and it mixes together into this paste. It's and gross. he was so grossed out by it, and I'm like, yeah, it's nasty. Like I have a steering wheel cover on there right now uh, that I'm probably gonna throw away and buy a new one. Right. Be just Might just well. from your, I've had it for probably three years, and I, it's quite, your quite hands often, are sweaty, and you're this. Quite often, what often, what I'll, what I'll do is is uh, this seems like germaphobe behavior. Uh, I'm about to tell you what I'm about. What I did, oh what I god, did. okay, I can't wait. If I rent a car, I, I will usually I'll get a couple paper towels out of a bathroom or something like that. Get in it, and I'll I, I, sometimes I'll just grab the steering wheel that way. I didn't do it with this truck last time because they were disinfecting the whole thing. The whole time, and then sometimes I'll actually go if I'm if I'm on the road. If I see a grocery store or uh, a, 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 a drugstore or something like that, I'll go in there and buy some kind of wipes or something like that on my own and, and clean the steering wheel and the door handles and that kind of shit. Because not because of the flu or germs per se, it's just gr- that gr- greasy gr- grody yeah. crap that, that usually is on there. And I, and I, know I would say it seems a, rent- a little bit. This seems a little bit weird. It's not. It's not weird. It's just use, useless. I think. It, 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 like there's. I know. It, it, it's not going to help. But it's well. A rental car is going to be cleaned ten times more than maybe even more than that. Than, I don't think they a, do anymore. I don't think they clean them out like they used to. Oh, uh, that might that might be the case. Maybe I, they do I, now. I, yeah. Well. Yeah. Now they are. Yeah. Hygiene talk with Cartoon Casual. <laughs> Hopefully, those of you that are still awake and with us. Be sure you, you wash your hair first and have everything cascade down your body so you're. Using the soap that way. That's it. Be more efficient. Warsh. Warsh. Is that from, is Warsh, where is that from? In which part of the country? Everywhere? I have no idea. I think Warsh. Oh, do they? What the fuck? Oh, yeah, I think their part two is done. I think the guys are done for the night. Okay. Now, I don't know whose record player that is. I That's Sarah really Ferry's record player. Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Right, yeah. Uh, Warsh. Warsh. I think Warsh is a... My grandfather said Warsh, and he was from Ohio. My father would say Warsh, and he's from California. Uh, makes no sense. Carrie, the brewer and owner at the Black Bridge, right? We've talked about Car- the Warsh before. Carrie says Warsh. Yeah. But he lived a lot of his time in either Oregon or Washington State, and but, but grew up in Massachusetts. I think that that is a generational thing, not a geographical thing. Okay. It's weird, because I, 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 uh, Johnny Cash said Warsh. Hmm. And and in some and some of the songs you hear him say "whoosh," with no R sound. It's weird. It's, it's not. It's, a, it's, it's just a. Now I know if you're like in uh, the Pittsburgh area, or you, like you'd say, "Oh God, we're going down to the water." No, water. Philly or Philly. That's yeah, right. It's, Philly going it's to the Philly water. and South Jersey and into down into Maryland. Water. Water. Go to the water. Yeah, water. Boy, how do you say it? Again? Water. 
Okay. W-O-O-D-E-R. The Wooder. Wooder. It's Wooder. fucking weird. It is weird. Some weird accents all over the East Coast. Well, I think at that Etymology. point, when we get to accent talk, that's <laughs> we'll it, maybe it's time to call it quits. So, folks, remember, uh, wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Um, is that one of the indicators of having the COVID-19? You're just talking about accents and stuff? COVID-19? Yeah, I think I, they were both uh, asymptomatic, but were uh, silent carriers. Could, we might be. We I haven't silent knows. carried anything in my goddamn life. Got guns and grids. If I make it through this, I, I would like to. If I make it through this, what the fuck? We're I'm not just, going into battle. No, I'm this just. This is the I'm battle just, of Hastings just, if I make it through this. I lost, lost a lot of good men out there. Yeah. <laughs> if I, if I, uh, I would like to know if I had it. I would, I would like to get stuck with a pin and, and they can go, yep, you had it. At some point or another, you had it. Now you're immune to that strain. I think that might be something we'll see in the next year. All right. But cool. probably not anytime soon. That's another thing. People are like, well, why don't we have a fucking vaccine? People are just, just really pissed off like about the fact. you're supposed to shit one out. It takes a while. They don't understand. People, people don't understand the process behind it. They, they just don't understand. Like, you can't just fucking pump somebody full of some chemical and without some Look, sort of research. I hate to even bring this up, but our president and still your president yeah. Um, said that, you know, the current flu vaccine, he brought it up at a meeting or something like that. The current flu vaccine might work. This is a while back. And look, and look, he actually said that. <sighs> yeah. And it doesn't like at all in it's, any way, shape or form. So obviously it just, and that's I'm not saying he's stupider than the average person. I know you said that word the way I did. I, I'm just, but a lot of people don't even know that either. They probably don't think there's any differences between the flu vaccine to, to give year to year to give the president some credit. He's reacting in a way that is completely natural. He's reacting to this situation that's completely natural for someone who's never had to cope with a gigantic emergency with thousands of people's lives at stake. Right. He's reacting exactly how a lot of people would react. And and anybody who doesn't won't give him at least that much credit can fuck off because most people wouldn't be able to handle that very well. Now, if you stripped away the ridiculous fucking ego that he's got. Right. And and he just said, look, we don't know, and I don't want to say anything until we know something for a fact because somebody because right. people can die. Like the the couple in Phoenix that died. You know, they're officially linked to the couple that took uh, the aquarium fucking chloro uh, or hydroxychloroquine. Like they to they who? took they the fucking they're linking it. They're they're adding the, the CDC officially, day before yesterday, added them to the list of fatalities from COVID-19. Oh. Because they took the advice and took something of, of like a public figure. Yeah. And those people both fucking died. Yeah. And it, it's only just, one of them died, I thought. No, the de- well, the husband died first and she was in intensive care. And then she she died like th- okay. three, four days later. Okay. So anyway. Don't, do, don't take that. Yeah, don't take that. But uh, yeah, just to give him some credit, like he's he's reacting in a way that I would say the majority of people would react in a situation it, like this. It is definitely an emotional reaction because he's surrounded by medical experts, and one would have thought before you opened up your pie hole that that they would have said, you know what, we can use this current flu vaccine and it might work. You know, but no one said that. Of no course, one, no one said that. No one's thinking that because that's not how it, how fucking that's vaccines not how it work. works. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> Stay safe. Wash your hands. Wash your balls. Whatever you got to wash. Whatever you have down there, wash that. No, wash. Wash all that. <laughs> wash. And uh, also, uh, we're not com- promoting anything because you can't go see anybody live. Look, I got. I have to throw out a little public service announcement. Okay, go ahead. Because I'm because I intimately know I know this about about the people I work with. If you 
know someone who works in healthcare and their work, they're kind of a frontline person, RNs, respiratory therapists, doctors, you know, uh, x-ray techs, those folks, thank them. Thank them profusely because they are all super stressed out right now. Oh, yeah. Because there's no perfect procedure set in place because this is all, all this is so right. new so yeah so, so imagine how stressed out your friend just your normal not your work friends but friend people that we have or we see on facebook that are from this area right how stressed out they are and they're not they're not in the healthcare industry and they're right. not sick right now and they're not forced to go to work because they're essential yeah. no, not forced to go to work because i can tell you there's been i've heard a handful of cases where people have said i don't feel safe i'm high risk i don't want to come to work and i'm using my vacation time and they're, I think as of right now, they're allowing that to happen. I don't know if that's yeah. countrywide, but I know that that's happening at several hospitals but just that I'm familiar with. As an with. example, imagine if you were as concerned as you are now about your neighborhood, about local businesses, about where's the economy going, all these weird things. We're all thinking toilet paper, blah, yeah. all these st- stupid things that are going on right now. And then you had to go into work 12 hours into a building where their people are COVID positive. Yeah, exactly. Right now, and you have to treated. go home and yeah, like the and now you got to wash all your shit. What do you leave it outside in the dumpster? I mean, what do you yeah, know? All no these shit. things, you know, like the uh, did you hear about the lady in Florida that uh, she's a nurse and uh, ICU nurse okay. and she has part of an HOA, you know, homeowners association. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not allowed to have your RV parked in the driveway. That's mm-hmm. fine. Well, she parked an RV in the driveway as part of a place for her to stay so that she's not staying in the house and potentially infecting her two kids and her husband. Mm-hmm. HOA said, we're going to find you $100 a day up to $10,000. I think I'd tell them to go eat the bad end of a shotgun. She, of a- she went fucking ape shit. And uh, she, no, she, just, she did typical nurse fashion. She used her fucking resources and was way smarter than the HOA. Mm-hmm. She just reached out to the attorney general's office. And Good. the attorney general of Florida and Governor DeSantis himself, which... I have a strange tie to Governor DeSantis. Really? Uh, I made out with his wife. I think I've heard about this. Her name is Casey Black ago. DeSantis. I, I totally forgot about we were, this. We, I, we went to elementary and junior high and part of high school together. And Before for, they were married. For about, yeah, they were definitely, mar- uh, definitely not married. Oh, oops. They were married when she was 12. It was crazy. Yeah, all right. Uh, but she... Anyway, yeah, we we were like... And that's fucking, why his judgment is clouded. You can tell right his now. His judgment is... He's all pissed off. He's like, some piece of shit in fucking Arizona has a dumbass podcast. Fucked my... God. I, I, right, so I, didn't, I, I didn't touch her even from... I, I think I touched maybe one boob, but probably like, like not. Like a side side boob? I didn't even get a side... It, was like, it wasn't even like seventh grade side boob. Like, I, I, I think I <laughs> might have felt a bra strap. Oh. Like, that was Ooh. the closest... It was like, that's that's yeah. a seventh grade nipple is a bra strap. Slow, slower, Joe. <laughs> I'm really thinking about Anyway, this, yeah. anyway. Yeah. yeah. And I will say she is beautiful and she's look just as beautiful. She's only, she's gotten better with age. Anyway, Governor DeSantis and the, so the he attorney wrote a letter general, to attorney general and the governor. She, yeah, she, she sent an email or a letter or something to the attorney general and the, and the t- attorney general and the, and the governor was like, first off, I've never liked HOAs to begin with, mm-hmm. but I understand their purpose. I understand and that's fine. Yes, she bought into that, but this is not that kind of situation. She's doing something to protect her family and potentially the community at large and yeah. she's serving the community so if you if you guys really want to continue sending out the checks that like he kind of was real he he's come under a lot of fire because he won't know yeah. issue certain things you've heard about this the like state he's, yeah he's he's, he's a, being criticized heavily but like he's, he's fucking, being a laggard he's a governor yeah. dude he's got so many fucking things that he needs to make choices on on top of right. this whole situation now 
you can't it's really tough to issue a stay at home or shelter in place order for an entire uh almost every state has so far which right but they but it's hard to do that in a state where you have a lot of people who are like fuck you i'm not going to do that well most people they're not arresting anybody really any right most places they aren't well they arrested that the fucking sheriff's office went in the sheriff's department all went in and arrested that pastor that's that mega church oh they did holy shit that asshat that fucking guy yeah they had like six thousand people in his fucking mega church and they arrested him i think that's funny as hell they should have beat him like rodney king they they should have how come all the people were there anyway how come those people were also there because because the power power of jesus is going to protect you from a virus okay yeah it's dumb anyway uh so the, so they, he basically said if you can if you're going to continue to send those check or send those uh, bills or, those bills send them directly to my office and he said like the office like the fucking state capitals address mm-hmm. and I guess the HOA backed down because yeah, he, he basically chastised him and he's like this woman goes to work and is fighting this disease and fighting other diseases and 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 taking care of you people right and then when she comes home she wants to stay somewhere where she can. Uh, where she knows that she's not going to anything she might be bringing home. She's not going to give to her kids and her husband. I and think you're going to fine her for that. I you think know, like, the, to fast forward into the future here, I think the at the most the mo- if I were for some reason the head of the HOA in Florida, the most I would have said is it's horrible. You have to sit out. You, you got to sandwich this letter. You know, you got to. You know, right. It's awful. That, thank you for doing that. That's horrible. Da 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 da. And also just. We understand when this whole thing is over, you know, don't just have family members move in and live on your mobile <laughs> home. Please don't start a Hooverville on your front right, fucking yard. Right. And, and they finish it off with thank you very much for being we, we, we can't believe what you're going. Thank you right for now. your service to whatever. Right. Yeah, that's a, that's the most I would do right now. You're a born bullshit manager. You know that <laughs> that's, the that's exactly is. the email. I was like, hey, I just want to give a shout out to everybody doing such a great job. And we appreciate you. Da, 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 and now da. eat some shit. Sit shit. Sandwich, All right. Here, you know? Here's a fucking here's a bunch of lump of shit. And then at the very end. Oh, but thank you guys. Great. You're doing exactly. so good. And numbers for this are yeah. looking really good. I'm like, that's fucking management. That's not even one oh one. That's like oh six five. That's a fucking goddamn prerequisite to go into management 101. But that's what you do. It's a bullshit letter writing. Anyway, hey, can we be done? Yes. All right, stay safe, stay healthy, keep listening. Thank you. Bye.